0: Welcome to the DHG podcast
1: series, with a focus on life beyond numbers, with topics about people, careers, and
0: flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host. And I am super excited to be celebrating Black History Month here at DHG and beyond. At DHG, we're celebrating Black History Month in a variety of ways, including celebrating some of our very own DHG heroes. And so in this podcast series, we're going to be highlighting some of our extraordinary Black team members. Joining me today is Horace Jenkins. Horace is a manager in our healthcare consulting practice out of Atlanta, and he is one of our founding members of our African American network, which we refer to as AAM. The AAN began as a local Atlanta chapter, and quickly other offices began to create chapters. They saw the success, and today our AAN serves our whole firm. And then we also still have local chapters in our individual offices, which also do activities and advocacies and meet and participate in a variety of different things. Horace leads the charge for AAN, and I'm really excited to have a few minutes to catch up with him during Black History Month. Welcome, Horace.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so how did the idea emerge to start the AAN?
1: The idea to start AAN was interesting. When we started to meet, it was three of us. It was Andrew Rice, Oliver Bear, and myself. All three of us that are in healthcare consulting out of the Atlanta office. And really the idea came about is because it seemed like every couple of weeks or so we were losing one of our bright black fellow employees and we couldn't quite figure out why the turnover rate was so high so we started to get together to really try to address that issue first and I had been a part of an affinity group or employee resource group now we call them common interest groups with another organization so, so I knew some of the, the ins and outs about it. So that was really why we started initially, just really to address the high turnover with really some of our up-and-coming bright black employees. And then it just kind of timing is everything, like some say. So right around that time was when, when Matt Snow, I think, addressed the PPD group at one of their meetings saying we needed more color in the room. And it just kind of went from there. And now, as you can see, we've got not just African American network. We got women for. We got several common interest groups. So, and you see, our IND, our IND platform has really grown with not only leadership but other people getting involved.
0: Yes, absolutely. And for our listeners, IND at DHG is inclusion and diversity. We say it a little bit different than other firms because we lead with inclusion because we believe if we have an inclusive, for all environment that. We certainly will attract and retain diversity if we're inclusive. Well, I particularly am super proud to support the AAN in communications and resources. And I know that this year, this past 12 months have been very busy. So what are some of the accomplishments that you are most proud of over the past year? I think this past year has been, has been the most interesting From the time that we launched back in
1: late 2016, definitely the last 12 months or so has been the most the most interesting. When you reflect back on the start of the pandemic and everybody kind of having to shift to work in a remote environment, and then you had different tragic events that occurred, from the Ahmaud Arbery murder to the George Floyd murder to the Breonna Taylor murders, and then really leadership firm leadership and IND leadership really calling on and its leaders to kind of be at the forefront, starting with my Black experience, where we kind of talked about really the state of being Black in America. And then from there, we went to the Unity workshops and us members of AAN along with IND kind of leadership, really facilitating those. So I thought those went really well really well the feedback was mostly positive from those and it it really opened up a lot of eyes and hopefully it started to change some mindsets. is a different dialogue that we had and that folks had amongst them. And then from there we also were able to actually add two new chapters to a one chapter in the Bridgman, Norfolk, Charleston, West Virginia area. It's called the, the Virginia's chapter. Mm-hmm. We also launched another chapter in Tyson's office. So in addition to all the activities that we were involved in, kind of around the, the My Black Experience and the, the Unity sessions, we also launched two new chapters. So those
0: were probably two of the biggest things that we accomplished over the last 12 months. Yeah, I mean, Horace, I couldn't be more proud of DHG and the conversations. Just opening up the dialogue last year was, it was really powerful. And I believe those unity workshops truly did lead to improved, increased, great unity among our team members. Would you not agree? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, the interesting thing is when we first launched, when we were meeting one of the the main things we talked about was putting our structure in place, having that foundation, seeming like foundation was everything. So we made sure that we picked the right executive sponsor and David Evans and champions to really lead the charge. And then because of our, our structure and the leadership, when the time was called for us to really take action in response to the different things going on during the pandemic related to the, the black murders, we were ready. Yeah. And like you said, the conversation and the dialogue that we had, we've had so many people say, you know, I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to hold my colleagues accountable. I'm going to hold my my colleagues accountable. And then just to be able to collaborate with some of the other CIGs, with some of the the activities that they were doing around IND was great as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do believe that we are making progress. So, As a leader, one of the ways that we grow and stretch our wings is taking on extra leadership positions like leading the AAN. How would you say leading this group has benefited you in terms of your career progress at DHG? It really has benefited me tremendously in my career because you know, they say perception is reality. So
1: <laughs> really, prior to me taking on that leadership role with AAN, folks kind of saw me as kind of a behind-the-scenes, kind of quiet, reserved person. But then once I stepped into that role, it definitely gave me gave me more visibility. It really challenged me to kind of step out of my, I guess, perceived role and take on this more leadership role. So, I mean, think about having conversations with, with our CEO that wouldn't normally happen in the normal course of business though so things like that and then from there taking the leadership role in AAN and actually translating it to my role within the healthcare consulting group kind of taking on a leadership role in a couple of our different solution sets it's helped me grow not only within the firm and our int space but also within our own healthcare consulting practice and hopefully it will help me to really grow and and grow into the, the next position as I continue up
0: this ladder. That's awesome, Horace. And I am cheering you all the way. And I think that the one thing about this, your story is for those who are younger and just starting their career, what a great opportunity for them to see you as a leader and to see how this has impacted them so they can get involved and we can perpetuate moving forward. I just I just think it's really, really cool. So regarding Black History Month, what does this celebratory month mean to you? It means
1: a lot. I think it gives us an opportunity to really showcase some of our great leaders. I think one of the first times that we actually showcased some of the leaders within
0: the Black community, within the course of Black history, we showcased a lot of the folks that that were kind of known on a nationwide level, so we kind of changed our mindset and that and started wanting to showcase some of
1: the folks that you may not have heard of, but are
0: still doing a great
1: job and really kind of pushing, pushing the Black movement as far as addressing issues around racial inequality, social injustice, things of that nature. And then, in addition to that, we we're able to showcase some of our own folks as well. Mm-hmm. The first time we did that, I think we showcased I think was four or five or six of our folks from partner on down to the to the manager level. So we got the opportunity to do that. And then just on a firm, wide level, being able to to kind of, as a part of our duty at AAN, it's not only just to advocate for our fellow black employees and, and really address some of the challenges that they face on a daily basis, but also to educate everyone in regards to issues and challenges that we face as black Americans on a daily basis to educate them around the history and and how we've gotten to this point and how the struggle is is real. And it's some of the same things that we're addressing and and fighting for today. Books were doing back in the the early 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. So a lot in that area hasn't changed, but there has been some progress that's been made.
0: Very true. Very true. Well, you mentioned highlighting some of our people and I've I feel very honored that that I get to have this conversation with you and I've gotten to know you over the past few months working on some of the AA in things and I know that you are very humble and so just allow me to be braggadocious for you you have been brave and bold and inspiring to so many at DHG for the work that you've done Starting the AAN chapter, stepping out of your comfort zone to bring the AAN to life, and we are so proud to call you a DHG hero. So, my, you. fi- <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I like to brag for you, Horace. I'll do it all day long. So, and, um, right.
1: I, I will say I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of great people in. Starting AAN and and working with other CIG leaders and working with the IND and and firm leadership. So, a lot of the great accomplishments that we've had over the last several years is because of the energy and engagement of all the great people that I've had the opportunity to work with, the different ideas that folks bring to the table. It's very inspiring just to see from where we started to the growth and where we are now and, and continuing on. I do have to thank the folks that I've had the opportunity to work with. Some folks are no longer here, but they
0: definitely inspired me to keep pushing and to continue to kind of break down these barriers and and create change within the organization. Well, so there you go, being humble again. (laughs) But it does take a village and a lot of people to make something happen. So um, you're exactly right. So my final question for you is, who's your hero and why? hero—it's no doubt—it's my mom, and I'll, I'll tell you why people ask me this question a lot. But it's definitely my mom. So, so my mom—she's
1: actually an ordained minister back in, in Charleston, South Carolina. But the reason why she's my hero is because growing up, she went to through a couple of different relationships. One was physically abusive. One was mentally abusive. But through all of that, she persevered. It's interesting when I was growing up as a child, she. I played a lot of sports because I'm, I'm a huge sports fan. I played sports year-round, but she wasn't really able to attend any of my games because she worked the night at the hospital. She's still at the hospital now, refuses to retire. But <laughs> she actually did set a re- retirement date this year on her birthday. So hopefully we'll see if she sticks to that. <laughs> but she's my hero in that regard. She actually went back to theology school, I think, in the early 2000s, way late, late in age and she managed to get through four years of school and then another couple of years of kind of graduate school and that's where she is today, pastoring at one of our our local churches, actually one of the local churches that grew up in in the rural part outside of Charleston. So she's my hero in that regard as far as her being able to persevere kind of the difficulties that she had with with some of the relationships and um, kind of putting some of the things that she wanted to do all hold so that, you know, myself, my sister is older and my brother that's younger and that we could kind of get through, you know, our activities as when we were growing up and getting through college and kind of establishing ourselves with our families. And then her as a single person just saying, now is my time and just her being able to have the, the strength, the mm-hmm. courage to kind to get through what she's done over the last, I say, 15 years. So I'm very proud of her and what she's done.
0: She's definitely my hero because of that. I just love that. Oh, and it makes me love you even more that you love your mama like that. (laughs) What a great story and what a strong woman she is. I think it's always extraordinary when people call their mom out like that. And I know that she's going to listen to this and I know she's going to be so proud of you too, Horace.
1: Oh, yeah, she will be. She's heard it before. She knows, but I,
0: <laughs> I think it's probably
1: always good for her
0: to hear it again. That's right. Hey, as a mom, I can tell you, it never grows old hearing things like that. All right. Well, that's a wrap. That's all the questions I have for you. I certainly enjoyed this time together to catch up. And like I said before, I've thoroughly enjoyed working alongside you and all of those in the AAN to celebrate Black History Month and look forward to continuing our education and celebration throughout the year and not just limiting it to 28 days.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) All right. I, I thank you for
1: your time and we look forward
0: to what's to come. That's right. And thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers.